家好啊 ，Welcome to the Art of Hong Kong Geese by Dummy。我系 Dummy，I'm Dummy。So today I want to talk about establishing good habits. I picked out three good habits that I think that can reflect well on my culture. There are many, many more, but this is a very good starting point, I think. So the first one I'm gonna talk about today is 早睡早起。早睡早起。Now, if you've ever read any Grade One Hong Kong school books, this might be the first good habit that will ever be mentioned. 早睡早起 meaning sleeping early and getting up early. 早 in the most basic reading lesson, I have mentioned 早 means morning. Or I will introduce a new meaning of this character right now. It can also mean early. So is short for 睡觉 which is the formal or written version of the Cantonese word 瞓觉 meaning sleep. Bear in mind that in oral Cantonese, as in a regular conversation, not specific phrases or idioms, we will say 瞓觉瞓觉 Instead of so gao, because it sounds more natural. Now the word hei means up in zhou so zhou hei. Hei is short for hei san, literally means up body. So meaning getting up. When I was growing up as a teenager, I was definitely a night owl. So then my dad would say something like, 夜晚又唔瞓。朝头早又唔起身 ，meaning won't sleep at night, won't get up in the morning. 夜晚 means night. Now, 又 has a meaning of also. 唔瞓 means not sleeping. Like I mentioned in the last episode, 唔 means un or not or the negation of the following word. So, 唔瞓 means not sleeping. 朝头早 is just another way of saying the morning in Cantonese. Now, 又唔起身 now is easy. It just means also not getting up. For Cantonese people, getting up early in the morning means a great deal. For older people, they often say or complain about not being able to sleep too long. Hence,、uh, they get up early. In Hong Kong, older people like to get up early to go for a morning walk or exercise at the park, like Tai Chi, Sa Tai Gek, Sa Tai Gek. Now, if you didn't know already, it's kind of like a type of martial arts or kung fu that seeks the balance of your yin and yang, and more gentle for the body, hence more suitable for old people as well. Then、uh, they would go to the Cantonese dim sum、uh, restaurant to have like morning tea and breakfast. And this activity of going to have dim sum and ha- having morning tea is called yam cha. Yam cha, tea is a very, very important culture in Chinese culture. So I can perhaps talk a little about that next time. On the other hand, for younger people, they perhaps feel like, like you know, there's like this intense pressure from their parents or relatives to show up for yam cha, yam cha, morning tea or dim sum. Like I said before, eating is a huge culture for Cantonese people because it's a good time to bond. But as we understand, 
Hong Kongers have a very, very, very busy life. So when、uh, younger people show up for yum cha, you would sometimes hear the elders say, "Wow, 你好俾面喎、哦 meaning like, "Well, you're really like giving us face." Now, face is also a super, super important concept in Chinese. When Cantonese or Chinese people feel like they have they have no face, it means that they feel shamed.、Uh, you can try to understand this face concept as like respect or dignity. Hence, sometimes you know,、uh, at the end of the meal, you see like you know Chinese people or Cantonese people fighting for oh like fighting over the bill. That is a way of、uh, expressing that they want to fight for their face or fight for their respect or dignity、uh, after the meal. You know, also kind of like showing off that, like you know, I'm good. Like not necessarily like I'm wealthy, but like you know, kind of like I'm good. I don't need anyone to take care of me, kind of thing. You know. Of course, now in this pandemic situation, we might not want to go out to yum cha, but This is still a good habit to have, meaning like you know, getting up early, you know, sleeping early. I personally find the morning smell really cheer,、uh, really, really, really cheers me up. Now, the second habit that I'm gonna talk about is called 少说话多做事少说话多做事 This you might or might not agree with, but it is with good intentions. 少说话多做事 means talk less and do more. 多 means more. 少 means less. They are antonyms, meaning like you know they have opposite meanings. 说话 means talk. It is the formal and written version of the Cantonese specific word, 倾偈倾偈 Meaning, you know, chatting or talking, and 做事 means do stuff like, you know, doing anything. Like 做 means do or act upon something, and 事 is short for 事情事情 Simply put, means you know things or stuff. Now, in the Chinese concept, this saying is what help you, what will help you succeed in your career or your life. Have you ever wondered why we only have one mouth but two ears, 两只耳仔 two eyes, 两两只眼 and four limbs, 四肢 Chinese people believe that this is to show us that we need to listen more, observe more, talk less, and do more. Elders would tell us no one truly enjoys someone. Who only knows how to put words beautifully, but when it comes to actually doing it, is a complete mess. Well, now you might think, you, well, this might be just like a tool to, you know, use to suppress people. Of course, they might not want people to all be talking. You know, you know. For example, in China, they have like 1.3 billion people, and if they all talk, it will be, you know, so much trouble. Well, I think we should expand on this idea a little bit so it's more clear. It isn't necessarily saying to not talk. After all, many famous people won over people's hearts with their speech. What this 少说话多做事 means, of course, 
One might have a different interpretation, but how I look at this is quoting the comedian Russell Peters: "Be a man, do the right thing." Now, if you do things, find the right things to do and find the method to perfect that task. And with words, think it through. Say what's right and what you mean at the right place and right time. But be able to observe others as well. Now, are you able to kind of like draw some parallel of this habit saying, you know, 少说话多做事 to some Chinese people that you might know, or do you know someone whose、uh, descent is Chinese but acts otherwise, or is there some something similar in your culture? I also would like to know. This is a good habit to have during this time, since you know I'm assuming, only assuming, that we're all seeing fewer people right now.、Um, you know, we don't get to do so much talking, so I guess it's a good chance to be doing. So the third and the last one that I want to talk about is called "butzi haman." Butzi haman. Butzihaman literally means no shame, down ask. The literal meaning doesn't make much sense, right? So basically, a saying you shouldn't have any kind of shame asking and learning from people who are below you. Well, this sounds really, really bad, but I will tell you the story where this originally came from. Then you can attempt to interpret the meaning. Back in the spring and autumn period, roughly 771 BC to 476 BC, Confucius, Hongzi, Hongzi, the person. If you didn't know already, Confucius was one of the greatest philosophers in the Chinese and Korean history. He was one of the founding fathers of the Confucius philosophy. His teachings are in the book *Lun Yu*. The Analects, Lun Yu. Now, if you're interested, go check it out. It's not like a religion or anything. It's simply a school of thought. You can kind of imagine Confucius, Hongzi, to be similar to like Socrates in ancient Greece. Anyway, back in the spring and autumn period, Confucius, Hongzi, was kind of thought of as like a human above. You know other humans in terms of、uh, his virtues and how he masters the, the the thought of life. Apparently, at the time, he already had around like two thousand followers that learned from him. Confucius, Hongzi already knew a lot about many different things, yet he was still humble and asked for help to learn from others. Once he went to an ancient temple. Visiting relatives' graves. Once he got in, he was curious. He started asking around here and there. Someone then mocked, "Confucius is the best in his craft of knowledge. Why does he still need to be asking others?" Confucius, Hongzi, heard. Then he said, "Asking questions for everything or every subject. Why not?" What is not good about it? One of his apprentices then asked, "Why do people call Yu Kong Hong Yu, Man Ji Kong Hong Man Ji after he passed away?" 
So a side note, Yu Kong, uh, uh, Hong Yu, was the famous politician during the spring and autumn period. He was smart, but also very, very humble and learning. So Confucius, Hong Zi, then said, "Clever and smart, curious to learn, no shame in asking people under them. Someone like that is worthy of being called a man, man." Side note: Man, man can be understood as cultural, literary things that are related to the arts and humanity. So then his apprentices thought, "Ooh, our teacher Confucius, Hongzi always asks for help from others, and he does not feel ashamed." Now, when you're humble to learn with anyone, including learning from people who might have like a lower status in any kind of sense. That is the true meaning of "butti haman," "butti haman." No shame in asking people that are below you. Now that's it for today. I hope you can find something useful in this episode. Remember, although you might not have school or work right now, whether or not you're doing anything that might help you accelerate in life. Have no shame. Have no guilt. Sometimes simply getting through a bad event is already good enough. Hey, well, at least you listen to me babbling. Now let's rewind on the phrases and words that we've learned today. 早睡早起 sleeping early and getting up early. 早睡早起瞓觉 sleep. 瞓觉，起身 ，getting up， you know， out of your seat or your bed， 起身。夜晚 ，night， 夜晚。朝头早 ，morning， 朝头早。耍太极 ，doing tai chi， 耍太极。飲茶 drinking tea or Sunday morning dim sum time. 飲茶好俾面 giving face or giving respect. 好俾面少説話多做事 talk less do more. 少説話多做事傾偈 chatting. 傾偈耳 ears， 耳眼 eyes， 眼不恥下問 ，no shame in asking people below you， 不恥下問。論語 the analects， 論語 Confucius， 孔子。孔子 That's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you're safe and healthy. We'll chat again very soon. Thank you for listening to the Art of Hong Kong Geese by a Dummy. See you next time. Hey, if you're looking for the written materials that accompany the podcasts, please go on to www. The Art of Hong Kong Geese by a Dummy. dot com, all one word. You should be able to see everything there. Thanks so much for listening.